With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Rise and shine for National Biscuit Month with Hardy's Famous Buttermilk Biscuits. Made with love from scratch, fresh all morning. It's not the easy way, but it's the right way. Hardy's Goodness in the Making. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks! This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again. Where do we begin? What an absolute insane club this is. We knew Chelsea were all about chaos, uh, but in terms of transfers, and even though Chelsea are quite crazy with transfers, as we know, especially since the takeover last year, this is this is the most insane, quite hilarious transfer saga I think I've ever seen. Um, I don't think anything, at least it, it's, it's going to take some beating to top the madness of Moises Casado. Looks like he was going to Chelsea, then Liverpool come in, look like they've they've broken um, their record to sign Moises Casado because I'm ping Chelsea, but then Chelsea come back, the player wants to move to Chelsea, and now it looks like Chelsea are going to seal a deal for Moises Casado after all. Absolute madness. And it's also the collateral damage of this deal that makes it even more insane. It's like... Tyler Adams. Now, that's not happening uh, to Chelsea. Romeo Lavia looks like he could also become a Chelsea player. And, you know, for, for two players that, that clearly were Lavia, but also Casado that Liverpool were actively pursuing. And then you throw into the narrative the fact that Chelsea faced Liverpool on the opening day of the season where Chelsea could be parading Moises Casado around uh, the Stamford Bridge pitch in front of Jurgen Klopp and in front of those Liverpool fans. You know, the narrative is is clearly there. But I think from a Chelsea point of view, I stressed this yesterday from a negative point of view that losing out on Casado is a real blow because this is a guy that the club have clearly targeted, fits what Mauricio Pochettino wants to do. I think it, it would have been very valuable, but now can be very valuable. And I know some people, listen, there's no way, I'm not sitting here and arguing that Moise Casado is worth £115 million based on my valuation, based on the way I you know, think about transfers. Unfortunately, there is just a reality. Firstly, in terms of the level of uh, money that midfielders are moving for now. It started with Aureli and Chouameni, who were you know, 12 to 18 months before he moved to Real Madrid, was probably 30 to 40 million from Monaco. He then moves up to 100 million euros. That's part one. Part two is Enzo Fernandez, of course, Chelsea spending over 100 million for him from Benfica in January. Jude Bellingham to Real Madrid, Declan Rice to Arsenal, 
and now Moises Casado. That's just what has happened. And if you sit around in this market and just go, well, we're not paying it because you know we're going to be smart here, or you feel like you're you're winning some kind of moral battle, and it's a, it's a sign of like character growth. You're just going to get left behind, unfortunately, unless everyone um, you know just sort of like stamps their feet and says we're not paying these fees anymore and it, it goes down in a few years that may be the case as we know with transfers it ebbs and flows right but at the moment that's where the market is and Chelsea if they want to be serious if they want to improve an area that is so crucial to our team and for Mauricio Pochettino and you've you've spent so much time trying to pursue this one player I think it's so important to get it over the line and it hasn't been a smooth way to get there. It, it kind of is um, still a bad look for Chelsea that they maybe could have got this deal wrapped up two weeks ago, which would have given uh, Casado the, the chance to get to know his Chelsea teammates. It, it's a late transfer, which isn't um, the, the best thing. I mean, it's not like deadline day, but you know, you would have wanted to, him to have a, a pre-season at least. Um, but we've got there, right? And, and maybe they've learned and maybe they've also very much um, capitalised on the player himself. You know, we, we had a lot of this in the opposite direction last summer with Rafinha, right? We spent a lot of time wasted on Rafinha, who clearly only wanted Barcelona. Um, remember the Jules Kunde situation. There were other players. Um, I remember there was even talk at a time of um, uh, Matthias de Litt, who, of course, went to Bayern Munich, wasting a lot of time on players who whose first choice was not Chelsea. Moise Casado clearly wants Chelsea. That is very funny, based on what Liverpool have just tried to do. Um, but you know, it's hopefully it works out in the end, and hopefully Casado proves to be a brilliant player for us. But just absolute insanity. So it all starts with uh, Fabrizio Romano tweeting that uh, Casado had, had informed Liverpool that he only wants to join Chelsea, uh, given that personal terms were agreed since the end of May. Then uh, the secret scout, who very much I think was breaking the story about Enzo back in January, so he has a lot of good information. Uh, we're saying that Chelsea and Brighton tonight, so that's UK night time, it's, it's afternoon here in Australia now, are working out the payment structure for Casado transfer. It's happening. Casado apparently has messaged uh, close Chelsea players to say, I will see you soon. They want to parade him at Stamford Bridge on Sunday versus Liverpool. And then just to go on to this in terms of the madness and the just insanity, although the Tyler Adams deal is off, as was reported by The Athletic, um, the night when all this broke on, on Friday night, um, at least my time Friday night, probably Friday afternoon for, for those of you in the UK. Um, it seems like Chelsea are close to agreeing a 55 million fee for Southampton midfielder Romeo Lavia. This is from Nazar Kinsella. Um, and Rob Prattley, who I've had on a guest earlier this summer, says, um, I understand Romeo Lavia has already arrived in London and plan is to book the medical today and the player is hopeful of a resolution in the next 24 hours. Lavia, since last summer, spoke to Tuchel, Graham Potter, and most recently Pochettino, Joe Shields, also essential, of course, his previous work at, at Southampton, to get Romeo Lavia from Man City last summer. Club were always keen but wanted to evaluate options on pre-season. Base fee apparently is agreed but need final green light on payment terms due to the sell-on clause to Manchester City. Southampton expect to want a noticeable chunk up front. So, it's kind of a dream situation, right? I think, you know, I, I know some people who are really high on, on Lavia and, and think he'd be a brilliant signing for Chelsea. And in, in one fell swoop, Chelsea have not only signed, in my opinion, the key player of this window, Moises Casado, they're also likely to, to purchase another midfielder. Again, 
just kind of uh, hurting Liverpool's ambitions because it kind of seemed like Chelsea were all in on Casado, Liverpool were trying for Labia, maybe we're going to get him over the line. I mean, if you're a Liverpool fan, because a lot will be said, of course, and this isn't a Liverpool channel, right? And, and to be honest, you know, Liverpool failing on their transfer um, transfer targets, especially this one, of course, is a good thing for Chelsea. But, you know, from them going to Lavia, kind of not getting that deal over the line when they clearly need central midfielders, and then jumping for Moises Casado, showing their hand, which I think in itself is quite funny, actually, um, because even though they're unlikely to get Casado, it looks like, they have shown their hand that they are willing to compete and do have the funds if they want to compete seriously in this market. So it's going to be very hard now for anyone to try and spin that Liverpool um, don't have the funds, can't compete seriously with Chelsea and, and Manchester City and, and you know the teams like Man United and Arsenal because they, like the others, are willing to go to that level for certain players. Um, it hasn't worked out for them, but they were more than willing to pay a record fee, not only for them, but a British record to sign Moises Casado. So I'm going to be very interested to see how that narrative plays out, how some people are going to try and tell us again that Liverpool, um, despite you know spending a lot on players in recent years like Arsenal have, um, still can't compete with the the, the other big teams because it's, it's quite clear in this situation they were willing to go out for Casado. It's just the fact that the player clearly wants Chelsea over Liverpool, which you can't blame a man for wanting a good life in West London. I mean, listen, we know West London's wonderful. You, you can't bl blame him for wanting uh, a bit of happiness. But how that works out for Liverpool, of course, is, is a conversation and concern for them. Uh, but from Chelsea point of view, Lavia, um, you know, really, really exciting young player. But I think there would have been more pressure on him if Casado hadn't have come in. And, you know, now you're looking at an area that looked pretty light now looks a lot more um, stocked up, you know, with, with technically good players. One in the case of Casado where, you know, that dream partnership that we had of Enzo Fernandez and Moises Casado now looks like it can be a possibility. And what Romeo Lavia could do. Of course, you feel like there's going to be a knock-on effect. What does this mean for Andre Santos? Um, Cesare Casade is obviously very close to a, a loan to Leicester. By the time you're watching and listening to this, it may already be confirmed. I think that's that's a good loan move for Casade, really, to get him consistent minutes. Um, and, he, and he had some good moments in pre-season. So I think it was a valuable pre-season for him. And hopefully he excels in the championship with a team expected to compete for promotion. But Andre Santos, you know, Conor Gallagher. Um, Lavi, of course, is, is not a, a number 10. Um, he is someone that, you know, very much plays in a central midfield role but if we're playing a 4-2-3-1 it's, it's where does Lavia fit within that but maybe just for him as a, as a young player still developing he isn't going to have that pressure to come in and be the star man that is obviously going to be Moises Casado. so hopefully for Lavia that's good and you know I'd rather have I, I think Lavia uh, maybe offers more in the long term than maybe Tyler Adams does you know if you're buying Moises Casado, the premium option uh, Tyler Adams, I spoke about, you know, he does have experience, but I, I'm probably more excited by Lavia as, as a profile player, technically, under Mauricio Pochettino and what he could become than uh, Tyler Adams, to be honest. So Chelsea getting both done. Um, I would just say generally, like, we, we have needed serious midfield investment for a very long time. And um, to see the club, even with all the madness to, to do it, um, and yeah, sure, it's a lot of money. Again, there is no way to paint this as great business, great value in the market, great 
you know, scouting to to uncover some gems. I mean, I hope you know. I think that the club hope that with some of these players, they've done that. Maybe you could argue, in a sense, that's Nicholas Jackson or the likes of Andre Santos, Azari Casade, and and others that they've you know whether um, you could maybe argue that for Benoit Badiashvili, right? You know, I think that that's a a deal that in years to come hopefully looks like a very good value one. But we know when you're paying this sort of money in the current market, even though it is becoming a lot more prevalent no one can turn around and say, yeah, Chelsea really uncovered a gem there. You are just paying stupid amounts of money. But that's that's the position we're in. I mean, this is this is making up for years of underfunding an area that should have been funded already. You know, Chelsea could have spent 30 million, potentially 40 million on Aurelian many. They could have spent maybe less on Declan Rice in, in recent years and got him too. Um, there are mistakes that have been made not only by this ownership but the previous ownership that have led us to this situation, drastic situation, but it needed drastic, serious action. And I hope now that Caicedo proves to be, as I hope and, and I think he, he will be, to prove an essential player, um, the benefits he is going to have for not only his midfield partner in Enzo Fernandez to maybe go further up the pitch, but also, you know, the fullbacks, you know, which are such a key part of Mauricio Pochettino's team. And if, if Ben Chilwell and Reese James can stay fit, which obviously is a is a big question mark in recent seasons, but we know how key those fullbacks are in bombing up and down those flanks and to have someone who can cover that space potentially and just give maybe more license to the number 10, you know, the attackers to, to get forever up the pitch. I think uh, there are parts of Casado's game because everyone looks at his his ability to break up the ball, to really cover and eat up ground quickly and anticipate when to win the ball. But I also think he is a little bit underrated in kind of the, the final third and also the way he's able sometimes to really assist in that in that nature. It reminds me a little bit of Nemanja Matic, who I felt was because he wasn't doing things with a lot of flair. I'm not comparing Casado and Matic, just to be clear, in terms of them being the same player. Obviously, very different players and do very different things on the pitch. But just in a sense that I feel like sometimes those defensive midfield types people undervalue their ability to actually help in the final third. Like no one's expecting Casado to come in and Fred passes through like Cesc Fabregas does, you know, but I, I do, having watched him for Brighton, he can at times prove effective in that way. But obviously the main hope for him and the main interest for us as as him as a player is, is defensively, the way he's going to hopefully balance that midfield, which has been a, a word we've spoke about so much in recent years at Chelsea. So, it's absolute chaos and knowing my luck, there'll be another turn back in another direction. I, I really hope not, but it's 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 great to to feel like now Chelsea are, are gonna get this deal over the line finally. And um even if it took um drama and potential embarrassment, they've got the player. And um I think for Pochettino as a coach and for, for Chelsea as a squad, it does improve us. I, I don't I, I think that if you just look at the player himself you know, this is what I keep on coming back to when people, you know, sort of having a go about, well, if, if we go over this limit, it's going to be like the end of the world. Our reputation in the transfer market is going to be over. Like, come man, like, have you not been watching Chelsea's transfer dealings in the past five years? Like, we're not, we're not exactly shrewd. And it's not, you know, I don't know, I don't know how this deal makes us any less respected in the market. Um, I, I think that the, the reality is, is you are buying a player that ticks boxes, that fills a gap that you don't have, that stocks up an area that was clearly looking like ahead of a of an important season for Pochettino. And uh, hopefully with also Lavia, offers Poch what he wanted with a midfield. So I'm happy about it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Yeah.
Social Podcast Network.